What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Shack. Sports Shack. It's Sports Shack. Welcome to episode 326 of the Sports Yak Podcast. Oh, you mean the Eddie Plank episode? Ah, is this the guy that originated the plank? No. Oh. But Eddie Plank, the pride of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, won 326 big league games as a pitcher in the aughts and teens of the 20th century with the Philadelphia A's. Connie Mack would trot the side armor out there a lot. And Eddie, despite a sore arm for much of his career... Through 326 games, that's number three all-time for a left-handed pitcher, and he threw 69 shutouts. That's the most all-time for a southpaw. After his big league career, he worked as a tour taker or a tour guide, I should say, in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania on the battlefield there. Interesting. He's he's Eddie Plank. You know, uh, a quick thought about branding. The moment you said big league, where did my mind go? Big League Chew. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. How long has that gum been around? Oh, my gosh. That came out when we were kids, so like in the 70s. Amazing what that triggers. Big League big league Chew. Yeah. And they still make it. The pouch. Yes. Is there a competitor pouch gum I'm thinking of? Or is well, it Big League Chew? Well, there probably is, but... Nothing prob- compares. Nothing as well known as Big League Chew, which was made to seem like chewing tobacco for kids. So I wonder if, because chewing tobacco has kind of gotten a bad name and people are supposed to try to avoid that, if that has hurt the sales of Big League Chew over the years. Yes. And a show of hands to our Sportsiac audience, how many of you put that entire pouch in your mouth? I see that hand. That's what I thought. (laughs) Family Broadcasting Corporation. In association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Presents Sportsiac. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. It's all the way! It is! Go! It's good! It's good! 
Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here! And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer, this one will be relived, Chuck Freebie. Forever! Let's get going! Uh, wow, Penn High School. What's going on over there? Something in the water? My goodness, what a week they've had. So, of course, Monday we talked about the play of Nico Cavadas in the NCAA Baseball Regional. He is a Penn alum. The next day it comes out that Annie Drews, who played her volleyball at Penn after transferring over from Elkhart Central and helped lead the Kingsmen to a state championship, then went on to Purdue and play volleyball. Annie Drews has been named to the U.S. women's volleyball team for the Tokyo Olympics. So she'll be taking part in the Olympics on NBC that you'll watch. And I believe she wears number 11 for the U.S. women's national team. So congratulations to her. She is the second Penn grad this year to become a member of the U.S. Olympic team because Sarah Hildebrandt will be representing the U.S. and Penn High School in women's wrestling. And then last night, Penn in the news again. Danielle Watson, who was a star softball player for Beth Zachary's softball team, originally started her career at Louisville and then transferred to Florida State. And she was kind of the surprise starter for the Seminoles in Game 1 of the Women's College World Series last night. Watson had thrown the final two and two-thirds innings in their victory over Alabama on Monday night. And so Watson gets the nod last night, and for the first four innings of that game, she was absolutely brilliant. I don't think she gave up a hit. Then Oklahoma started to get to her in the fifth and the sixth, but the Seminoles hang on and win 8-4. She gets the mound victory, or I guess the circle victory, And so Florida State is a game away from winning a national championship and will continue the Penn connection with Florida State because there are two outstanding Penn female athletes at Florida State right now. Danielle Watson is one of them. The other one is Christina Lynch, who plays on the Seminole soccer team that lost in the national championship game. So there's something in the water over there that's been churning out some terrific athletes over the years at Penn High School, and they're getting noticed here in their senior seasons. I love that. Any truth to the rumor that she does not walk out to a song, but more of an announcement that goes something like this. Put your hands together for Miss Daniel Watson. If only they were playing that from Coming to America. (laughs) Of course, that refers to Mr. Randy Watson. You may have seen him on the That's My Mama episode of What's Happening. (laughs) (laughs) We now know the start times for Notre Dame baseball. This is exciting. They will play Mississippi State in Starkville this weekend. The Bulldogs won on Monday afternoon a thriller over Campbell College by the count of 6-5. So Mississippi State moves on to the Super Regional, which they won in 2019. They'll play at their home, Duty Noble Field, in Starkville. And the first game is Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. in Starkville. That one's on ESPN. And then game two is Sunday night at 6. That's either on ESPN2 or ESPNU. And if there is a need for a game three, that would be Monday night at 6. Again, either on 2 or U. Going to try to put your eyes on that game this weekend? 
going to try. I mean, we got a lot going on Saturday, so it'll probably be on in the background on Saturday afternoon. But Sunday night, and of course Sunday night, I think is also Cubs Cardinals on ESPN. So that's turning be on a, the radio, Chuck. Oh wait, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I did a I did a radio interview yesterday talking about Notre Dame baseball and. And that was mentioned that, well, he used to be the voice of the team. Well, at least I wasn't replaced. You know what I'm they surprised? They found I was so irreplaceable that they just decided, we're not doing radio anymore. I got to be honest with you. I'm surprised with the success of the team that they didn't pull a pivot and go, let's get these on the radio somewhere. Like starting now. Well, you would think. Yeah. But nope. Again, it's just a poor Catholic university. They, <laughs> They've got other things going yeah, on. They they can't possibly afford airtime all right chicago cubs let's talk about them boys nice win last night zach davies six innings of one hit ball he looked masterful down in san diego anthony rizzo a homer and four rbi and this patrick wisdom kid that we talked about on monday continues to hit home runs he had another one last night Cubs get a much needed win with a 7-1 victory over san diego to help Keep pace with the Brewers team that is now red hot and in first place in the National League Central, but at least the Cubs didn't slip any further behind. And now game three and the wrap-up of the road trip is tonight down San Diego Way. What a pitching matchup. You've got Jake Arrieta for the Cubs against you, Darvish of the Padres. Of course, Darvish having pitched with the Cubs as recently as last year. But more injury news for the Cubs. Adbert Alzale has to go on the 10-day injured list with a blister that he suffered on his finger Monday night. And so the Cubs have recalled Alec Mills from Iowa. But, man, the injuries just keep coming for David Ross's team. And and I've said this before on the show, the fact that they're seven games over 500, as banged up as they've been, and only a half game out in the division, if you're a Cub fan, you got to feel pretty good about that right now because they have not been playing with the full complement of players almost since the beginning of the season. Do you think Patrick Wisdom has a mindset of, look, this is my shot. I keep hearing home run, Patrick Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Or do you think, I know the inevitable, once someone's healthy, I'm I'm back to Iowa. Or do you think he's having a moment where, hey, stay in Chicago? This is what I call David Bode syndrome. Remember, David Bode came up from the minor leagues and just got so hot that they couldn't send him back down. And that's the way Patrick Wisdom is right now. I mean, I love he's, that. He is basically carrying the Cubs' offense right now. And so there's no way they're going to send him back down at this point. The question is, will the league figure him out, or is he just kind of this hidden gem that all of a sudden has his time to shine? Mm-hmm. I still think that at some point... The, the mighty curveball may foil Mr. Wisdom. I didn't see what pitch he hit last night for the home run. Uh, but he's been pouncing on a lot of fastballs, which, I mean, typically a a rookie is going to see a lot of fastballs because pitchers figure, okay, I can blow this by him. And that hasn't been the case for Mr. Wisdom. Another young player that's having a good year is Andrew Vaughn for the White Sox, who had a homer last night to end the shutout and then the go-ahead sacrifice fly as the White Sox rallied late to beat Toronto 6-1. 
And so the Pale Hose continue to play well there in the American League Central and keep a nice four-game lead over Cleveland. And Eric Haas with a homer last night. Detroit beat Seattle 5-3. So the rare trifecta sweep <laughs> for our regional major league teams, which was kind of nice to see. I will say the Tigers have been playing better ball here under A.J. Hinch. You know, they got off that horrible start in April. But now that the weather's warming up a little bit, uh, they've played a little bit better. Seeing Seattle on our sheet here just reminds me how much I miss already Mariner or Olympian. Well, maybe we'll have to bring it back next week. <laughs> how about locally with uh, South Bend, Chuck? South Bend Cubs came home to begin a home stand. They are home all week now, and they beat Wisconsin last night by a count of 7-5. to five. Nelson Velasquez having a very nice season for South Bend. He had a sixth homer of the year last night, and I understand plenty of seats available. Now, I talked to Joe Hart Monday. And he told me they are currently at 75% capacity, but they're supposed to talk to the folks at the county health department today. Hey, Mark Fox, get off your butt and open it up to 100%, okay? Get off the local TV. Get on in there. Did he have a date circled on his calendar, like a tentative? Did, did well, they're Joe hope, say? They're hoping today. But they're today. hoping today they can open it up to 100%. Full blast. Okay. But we shall see. Okay. And a big day for high school baseball up in Michigan. We told you Monday our Indiana teams are done for the year, but Michigan hits the regional level today. And you've got Lakeshore playing at home, They and they've been a hot ball club as of late. Uh, I think they'll do just fine against Otsego today. Buchanan, I believe 36-2 and on the year, and they take on Lawton over in Bridgman. And then River Valley, a team that... Um, we haven't talked about a lot this year, but River Valley won both a baseball and softball district last week. And so the Mustangs will be at home against Decatur. My son is at church camp, but he wants him some NBA playoff updates. Well, first of all, you can tell him who the MVP is, and that's Nikola Jokic. 26 points, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists per game. And he basically ran away with the MVP voting. He is the sixth international player to be named MVP. Did I hear he does comedy on the side? Have you heard that? Like, uh, I have not. Okay. I thought I saw a tweet it, about it's that. It's possible that yeah. he does. But the other thing about Nikola Jokic is he is the first center to win the MVP award since Shaq. Oh, my. In 2000. Wow. So 21 years... But when you look at what he does as a center to have eight assists per game to go with the 26 points and 11 rebounds and the fact that he can step out and drain the three-pointer, he's a 37% shooter from three-point range with the size that he has. It's rather incredible. And one of the reasons that he got the MVP far and away over Embiid and Steph Curry. Now, here's something you probably didn't know. By winning the MVP, that makes him eligible for what the NBA calls a supermax contract. And a supermax contract is basically $50 million a year. Now, remember, there's a salary cap in the NBA. Okay. So that's going to skew the locker room a little bit because you're going to have one guy making $50 million a year, which means the other... 11, 12 guys on the team pretty much divvy up the leftovers. But Jokic has earned it by what he has done, 
and putting Denver in a very good position in the NBA playoffs, even though they trail Phoenix one game to none right now. Last night, Joel Embiid, the runner-up in the MVP voting, scored 40 points as he comes back to the lineup. That made a big difference for Philadelphia. They were able to beat Atlanta handily, 118-102. That series tied at a game apiece. Utah opens up with a 112-109 triumph for the Clippers. The Jazz, the number one seed out west. Uh, The other two series right now, Brooklyn having no problem with Milwaukee. They lead it 2-zip. And then Phoenix, as we mentioned, with that one nothing series lead on the Nuggets. Hockey, Tampa Bay moves on. The defending Stanley Cup champions had no problems getting through Carolina in six games. Great series going on between Vegas and Colorado. Vegas won last night 3-2. They lead that series three games to two. And then you've got the Islanders and the Bruins. The Bruins playing for survival tonight, basically, as they trail the Islanders three games to two. Tennis upsets continue at the French Open. The John McEnroe's seed. birthday today, Chuck Freeby. Oh, well, he was no, uh, kidding. not a fan favorite at the French Open. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but the second seed on the men's side, Neely Medvedev, lost yesterday. Rafael Nadal is on the court today. And then, I'm sorry to say, a quarterfinal loss for Coco Goff. Coco! As she lost to the Czech Republic's Barbora Krejcikova. How old's Coco? Uh, Coco, I want to say, is 20. She'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. No need for the telethon. <laughs> Speaking of no need for the telethon, how about that contract that Nick Saban got? I was thinking about this yesterday and just having a little uh, stand-up comedy in my own head. Tell me the tell me the part of the contract about staying alive. So... <laughs> So Nick Saban gets a contract extension from the University of Alabama through 2028. He'll start this year at a paltry $8.425 million. That's high for a college football coach, well, that's, right? That's number one. Number one. Now, Nick Saban has won six national titles. If you're going to give any college coach that kind of money, it's going to be Nick Saban. Can you give me a... What's Brian Kelly? Where where's he at? I'm gonna say probably in the five million neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Um uh Tom Allen, four and a half, I think. Clemson guy. Dabo, I wanna say seven. Okay. Yeah. But Nick is Nick's the top. The top view dog. is nice from the top. Eight point four two five, that's the starting salary. He'll be getting incremental raises until he's making ten million in the last year of that contract. However, there are bonuses written into the contract. Tell me about these bonuses. Well, in from the years 2022 through 2025, as long as Nick stays at Alabama and has a pulse, he will get an extra $800,000 a year. Why? Because he's still alive. <laughs> That sounds like the makings of a reality show. We're going to put you in a job, and all you have to do is stay alive, and you get the cash prize. Well, what's the job? Head coach of football. What? <laughs> yeah. But the stress of the game, the the travel, the, you know, fill in the blank, yeah. throwing a pandemic. You yeah. never know. So just, Nick, you stay alive. Here's an extra <laughs> 800000 Now you think about that. 
How many people in this country make 800000 a year? Not many. Just to breathe. Not many. And we're going to give this guy, who's already making $8.425 million, we're going to give him about a 10% bonus. Why? Because he can inhale and exhale. Amazing. <laughs> and then you think back to guys like Era or even Lou. They didn't make anywhere near that kind of scratch. It It's unbelievable the kind of money in college sports. But remember, can't afford a radio deal for baseball. <laughs> Careful. Careful. <laughs> what do you want to do next? Well, you've got some. Oh, notes let's do over one there. hit. Let's do one hit wonder. Uh, the uh, the yesterday polling, very exciting stuff. Uh, let's see here. What's Terry Jacks comes away with a nice victory, taking seasons in the sun into round three. One of our lower voted polls. Yeah, I was disappointed. That, that number seems a little off. Uh, let's see here. Previously, Wild Cherry just spanking Michael Cimbello with "Play That Funky Music." Today. Okay, I'm too sexy. Right said Fred. Can't mm-hmm. stand that song. Pop music by the band group Guy. I don't remember. I but think I, it was just a guy. Pop Damn. music. I had the 45, and I freaking loved that song. Loved it. Currently, though, I'm too sexy. Winning handily. Which I think is your ringtone. Uh, uh, it is not. Oh, okay. I, I probably qualify, but it is not. Every morning... Right around 5.03 a.m., I look at the On This Day website, not only for our show, some content, but I actually love it myself just to see what's going on on this day. Today is over the top with, like, celebrity birthdays, culture, pop culture birthdays, a lightning round of overrated, underrated. If you want to expand on the name, go right ahead, but I'm going to throw you five names, and you will decide overrated Underrated. Should be fun. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, who is that first one? <laughs> I can't read your handwriting. I can't either. I literally can't read. Oh, actress Natalie Portman. Overrated or underrated? I'll say overrated. I mean, when did when's the last time somebody went to a movie and said, oh, I'm going to this because Natalie Portman's in it. She's, she's like Harold Baines. I disagree. I love me some Natalie Portman. I say underrated. Not saying she's unattractive. She's quite attractive. I like her as an actress. What? Okay. What? Black Swan. Well, black, that was the movie that really put her on the map. Star Wars movies. But you don't go to it because Natalie Portman's in it. I did for those. Garden State. That was a good movie. Mm. The Professional. When she was really young, with living with the assassin. Come on. Come on. No. Johnny Depp, overrated or underrated? I I will go with underrated. I I think that he's hit it out of the park with a number of... Now, like any actor, he's had movies where it's eh, not yeah, so much. Yeah, but I mean, when you think of pirate, he's nailed it. Yeah. He's, he's the blueprint. He's got that character down. And as weird as he is, you got to tip the hat to a Willy Wonka and Edward Scissorhands. I th- I thought Edward Scissorhands was terrific. Willy Wonka, there's no need to make a remake of Willy Wonka. Yeah. The Gene Wilder movie is 
There's a prequel the on its way. Standard. No, don't. Yeah. No. Did you know that the limp and the fall and the tumble to the kids was an improv moment that only the director knew about? No. No one else knew, and and um, Gene Wilder wanted to surprise the kids. And it worked. Yeah. It was a one take. I read about that recently. Lightning round. Michael J. Fox, underrated or overrated? Well, I I will have to go with, I'll go with down the No, I'll go underrated. Um, first of all, Family Ties, to me, carried that franchise. I mean, that was, that was built around him. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future. One of the best franchises of all time. Outstanding franchise. I thought he did a good job. He was a character, or he played a character, was it 20? It was one of the recent dramas. He was great, in my opinion, on The Good Wife. He was one of the legal uh, lawyers. Okay. And they kind of wrote his, what he's dealing what with his into the role. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. But he was also a character, I don't know whether it was on 24 hmm. or one of those action. Whatever I've seen him in, he he goes past being Michael J. Fox, and he is the character or the actor that he portrays. Much like Tom Hanks, when I'm watching a Tom Hanks movie, I'm not necessarily watching Tom Hanks. I'm seeing the mm-hmm. character that he is. So that, to me, puts Michael J. Fox over the top. My book makes him underrated. I also enjoy a good Sunday afternoon viewing of uh, Secret of My Success, uh, Doc Hollywood. I don't mind that one. Doc Hollywood's very good. Yeah. And, I, and I would dare say um, you're not a welcome on this planet if you haven't watched Teen Wolf at least once. Exactly. At least once. And here's the other thing. His courage in his fight against Parkinson's disease. I mean, the fact that he has, through extreme difficulty, yeah, uh, become basically the national spokesman for that, I tip my cap to that kind of effort. All right, we're almost done. Dick Vitale, birthday boy. Underrated, overrated? Overrated. Overrated. Uh, and here, here's the problem I have with Dick Vitale. And uh, let's full exposure here actually worked with Dick Vitale for a year behind the scenes in the production truck. He's a very nice man. He's a very generous man. Um, but I really feel like his shtick wore out 10 to 15 years ago. Short um, shelf life. Right. Now, in his prime, he he did the research and everything, and and I think he still does some research, but he gets so caught up in promoting Dick Vitale and Dick Vitale's causes. And Dick Vitale has done a wonderful job raising money for cancer research. Uh, he's he's a very charitable man, and I give him all the props in the world for that. But for his job, which is analyst on a basketball game, I'm sorry, you don't get much analysis anymore from Dick Vitale. And he's not the lead broadcaster. He's usually what you would call the color person. He is in the... The, he is the color person but remember in the medium of television typically the color analyst on a basketball game probably does as much or more talking than the play-by-play guy i mean you think okay let's talk about espn with 
with college basketball, which is what Vital does. You could probably say the names Jay Billis, Bill Walton, Dan Dockich, and get more reaction than any of the play-by-play guys they work with. Now, everybody knows Bill Walton. Very few people know Dave Pash. Everybody knows Jay Billis. They probably know Dan Shulman because he's been on quite a bit, but Billis drives the vehicle. Uh, Dan Dockage works with Jason Benetti a lot. Benetti does the White Sox games. I think Jason Benetti is one of the great up-and-coming broadcasters that okay. there is. But people tend to focus on what the analyst says. Okay. And finally, overrated, underrated, Peter the Great. Peter the Great. Well, I would have to say overrated because when you call yourself the Great, then really you've kind of set the bar, and I don't see any way that he reaches it. If it were just Peter, you'd put a little bit. You'd give a little bit more I, grace. I'd give. I'd give him some props and kind of look at what he's done. But when you call yourself, first of all, that's like calling yourself T Bone. You know, you just don't. You don't do that. Other people have to give you the nickname. What if he called himself the Peter? Would there be any different there? Well, there could be, depending on what he did. Yes. But Peter the Great, overrated? Overrated. I'm in agreement with you. You're on Twitter, right? I am at 46 Sports. The application has been filed for the blue check mark. We should know... Maybe by the time we join you next, which is next Monday, because I'm off Friday. Mm-hmm. So when did you do the application? Either, I think, yesterday. Really? Yes. And then you got, you because you sent me a screenshot of that. That's how quickly it turned around. Well, no. They didn't say that I've got it as in I'm getting the No, but they say mark. they've received they've received the application. That's that's an automatic. So there's response. an application somewhere. Yes, there is now. Did someone point you to that? Yes. Interesting. What's the uh, did, did they give you some of the parameters like look, this is I applied as a journalist. <laughs> and uh <laughs> you have to have like a company website. Okay. Which by the way, if you go to whme.com I'm not on the company website. I had to use the PulseFM.com website. Really? Yeah. You couldn't use the big dog, the family broadcasting uh, one? Well, that's Or not you have to have proof that you're on the website? Is that... Yeah. Oh, and you had to go to PulseFM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had an HME website. It's n- <laughs> clearly not that good. <laughs> what else it's, do you have to have? It's being revised. Okay. I do know that. It's being revised. It's supposed to be done by the fall, but I want the I want the check mark now, Daddy. Yeah. And so what else? Yeah, uh, I have to have a certain amount of followers. Uh, you have to no, but you have to have like on the WHME forty six Wikipedia page. I'm mentioned as the sports director, so I could turn that in as well. Oh, okay. All right. Now we'll see. We'll see if the good people at Twitter say. Okay, that's an, that and your 10,000 followers, that's enough. My goodness, they gave it to Pippi, the weekend weather person. Uh, 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 Pippi! Let me ask you this. Uh, did you choose a box that said journalism, or did you type in journalism? I chose a box. That's- what other boxes were there, out of curiosity? I like sports figure, entertainment, art. Oh, okay. Government. Religious or spirituality? Did you see that on there? 
might have been. Okay. Let me let me see. I might be able to pull that up. On I'm the just fascinated right by the finally well, an application. Aren't, aren't we all? Yeah. Um. Probably not. But nevertheless, I'll say that anyway. Uh. Let's see. We'll see. It doesn't even give me that. Uh, oh, here it is. Account verification request. Let's let's act as though we were. Uh, my verification request is being reviewed. I can't go back through the application right now. It's being reviewed. Oh. Could you give me the website and I could look at it? Well, what you do is on your settings. So you have Twitter on your phone, right? I do. Go to settings. Uh, let's see here. Settings. Settings in Twitter are on my actual phone. No, in Twitter. Okay. So you probably have to go to down there next to the bottom. Next to last. Oh, settings. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Now go to account. Account. Now go down, see where it says... Uh, Apps and sessions? Um, no. no. Uh, there, there was a something that said verification request. It's not on... Um, huh. You don't have that on yours. I don't. Maybe because I'm not uh, you. Well, you can thank God for that every Password security. Oh, well. I'm sorry that I can't walk everybody through. Did I tell you that I bought followers 10 years ago? You did. Did I tell you this story? Yeah. And it's gone from 15,000 to 4,627. <laughs> Curse you bots. Uh, so you're on I Twitter. buy followers as well with birthday and anniversary shout outs. Apparently it's working. Yeah. I'm on Twitter at my name is Corey Sportsyak with two Ks. Feel free to jump in on our one hit wonder poll. It's very exciting stuff. If you don't know the songs, scroll down. I've been putting the video, the music video, to each one. Which in and of itself, I mean, those are little throwbacks to the past. And if you if you click on one of those, for example, today, Right Said Fred, I chose just the audio. I'm not going to punish anyone to watch that video. <laughs> I think we all have seen things, yes. and we're going to stay careful. Until next time, Yak fans. Ooga-looga, Eddie Plank, you little southpaw, you. We've had some fun, yeah, the show is done. Now we gotta run. It's Sport Check, Sport Check. Sport Check is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.